and we're on the air. Yay. Everybody, welcome to a, um, a very sad episode of Monday Night Heroes. We will have a we'll start off with a moment of silence for the passing of Lemmy Hillmister. Amen. Yep, there we go. Okay. Uh, so we're here. We are a proud member of Legends of Tabletop uh, Broadcast Network. Yes. And tonight we are doing Masks of Nyarlathle Camp. It's our 20th session. Woo! The day gets you. I know. I don't know how we did it, but we did. We're almost yeah. legal enough to drink. I'm already there. I'm already there. <laughs> of course you are. Because there is very little difference between Randolph and the man playing him. <laughs> Once he starts drinking, that line just goes away. The man playing him did not fight for the Confederacy. Or believe he did. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. True, but, but you're equally as yeah. understandable while drunk and ran on this. Alright, so we're going to just jump into this real quick. When, uh, when we were last together, these guys were looking for Jack Brady, a member of the Carlisle Expedition who had been seen in the Shanghai vicinity. And they tried several avenues of figuring out where this guy was. All of them were, were uh, busts. Until, in the middle of the night, guess who shows up in Julian's bedroom? Jack Ray. Wearing a negligee, no less. Ew. Sexy. With garters. Well, sir, so, um, start gently falling down I'm the ladder, but uh, I think you got the wrong man. Mr. Randolph is too little. Randolph moves down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that uh, a very ill Julian Benoit was going to start to try and slug Jack Brady. No, no, we're going to retcon that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of something better. All right. Well, we're going to open up, and he says to you, I'm Jack Brady. I hear you've been looking for me. I got a minute, and you got some questions. I got quite a few questions. Why don't we save us all some trouble and get the rest of you people in here so I don't have to repeat myself? I don't know whose room is back there, but... I think ours. Oh, I have a diagram. Well, it doesn't matter. Shit, were we being loud again? I don't know. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, what slide was that? Was that right? Your room is actually is across the hall. <laughs> um, it was... It was... Um, it was uh, Randolph that was next to you. All right, well... Randolph and the mysterious Irishman who disappeared. Okay. He got caught up. I'm going to take the lamp off the nightstand table and throw it up against the door to the room. He disappeared. 
Timmy disappeared in River's room and was never seen. Turns out he's in the mattress. He got in her belly. Julian, are you all right there? Is someone trying to murder you again? <laughs> Death by Snooze New. The rest of us roll a listen check to hear that. Brady looks at you and says, it's a wonder why you people are still alive. I say, is someone trying to murder you? <laughs> you just asking that through the wall? <laughs> Pretty much. So you need the rest oh, of I'll go get everyone else. Are you? Oh, yeah. This oh, is your room. in the room with him. The shared <laughs> room, yeah. Could I use the fear of God to intimidate people? Can you use what? Not in this group. Who are you? And I don't I'm know just, you. I'm just wondering. Is that something I can do? Or is it all like persuade? Man, we don't even know who you are yet. Yeah, calm down there, son. All right. Jamal goes and gets everybody. I'm assuming everybody comes in. I'm, co I'm coming in. Coming my coming in my beaten stick. Put that away. You don't, you don't need to bring the beat-up stick. You, these are not the bad guys you're looking for. All right. So uh, everybody comes in. Brady says, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Mr. Brady? Mr. Brady, everybody. Oh, that's one journey that we don't have to go on. No, this is that convenient. All right. Yeah, so um, I um, I gather you guys never got to talk to Jackson Elias, did you? He was uh, having a personal meeting with a machete when we were going to see him. Good. <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let me just kind of get you all caught up to speed, and then you can ask questions when I'm done. As far as I can make out, we're all in a lot of trouble. The more I learn about this situation, the scareder I get. When I spilled the beans to Jackson Elias, I figured people would read his book and do something about this cult. I spilled beans to Jackson Elias. I figured... There is no book. Oh. Um, I'm sorry he ended up that way. Um, I'm assuming you guys are friends of his. The best. The very best. My father was. I had met him once, twice. He was a, a mentor of sorts to me. He was a great man. Don't you start that. He was one of the few noblemen. Shut up and let the man talk. It's too late to hear you ramble. Well, I, I warned him. I will strike you. I warned him, and I didn't hold nothing back. And I'm warning you guys too. This mm. cult, they play for keeps. Yeah, we gathered that when they killed two of us. Yeah, maybe mugs like you already know that. Well, I guess I'll start from the beginning. Um, I knew Roger's girl was trouble, the African girl. She, she was as tough as they come, and she had him around her finger. He must have known she was trouble, too, because the more he saw her, the more crazy dreams he had. That was great when he wanted to go to Egypt. That would be the end of her, see? And things would get back to normal. I liked the guy, and I owed him a lot. It seemed for a while that everything would work out. London, it was a lot of fun. But once we got to Cairo, Roger started having dreams again. 
about meeting a god and crap like that. But now he wasn't drinking and the girl wasn't around. And the gentleman, Roger, and Axelon started acting nuttier than Roger did. And so I said to myself, trouble is somewhere up the road. After I paid Faraz Najir for his junk, Roger spent some time with it. He went off the deep end. There was a black kind of head and shoulder statue that he'd stare at for hours. And there was a map that he'd study and study, like a normal guy would check out a beautiful day. He started telling me we could meet the god as soon as he destroyed the eye and opened the path. That hotshot, Dr. Houston, should have talked Roger down, but he only encouraged me. So the first night that we were up the Nile at Dashore, Roger snuck out and climbed up the Red Pyramid. Any of you guys ever climbed a pyramid? I've come pretty yeah, close yeah. a couple times. Well, then you know they're steep. Roger started up that thing like a monkey. Never looked back or hesitated once, which proved to me that the poor bugger was absolutely crazy. But I followed him up, because I was crazy too. For about two-thirds of the way up the Red Pyramid, you just climb up over big blocks, sort of like something like some dumb kid could make by piling up a million big construction <coughs> blocks. The pyramid boulders filled in all the, the pyramid builders filled in all the gaps with nice smooth stone. But then later people stole that nice stone from around the bottom of the pyramid. The high stuff was just too hard to grab. They couldn't finish the job. Well, Roger zipped zip right up this part too, with me still behind, my eyes bulging out because I can barely find handholds to keep from bouncing down the whole damn pyramid. There's a little flat piece at the tip of the pyramid. When Roger reached the flat piece, he put on some kind of robe and started making weird sounds, as though he had flipped for good. And then there was a hell of an explosion, with all kinds of funny echoes and screams with it, and a big red flash of light. Well, I lay there for a minute until it seemed safe to go on. He looked at me and said, The eye is all gone, Jack. Now we can be gods. Well, that was just Roger talk, you know. And beside him there was some big patch ripped right out of the stone, and it looked fresh. When I went back the next day, the patch had been filled in, as though the pyramid had repaired itself. But near the base of the pyramid, I found part of a rock, which looked like it could have been in that patch originally, and it had this sign on it. He sketches a sign, and I'll get that to you later. And now I know what it was. It's strong magic kept evil things away from us. And Roger deliberately broke its power. Two days later, the whole gang, Penhu, Roger, Huston, and Patty, gave me the slip and disappeared in the bent pyramid. Some of the messenger boys went to find them, and they came out shrieking like the pyramid had eaten the, res the respected scientists. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bingo. The workers run in all directions. The whole dig was deserted. In five minutes, the only person left in the whole area was me. Well, I went in. Sure enough, no one was inside. I was worried. But a long time later, out come all the missing people from the pyramid. Roger says they've been to Egypt, to the real Egypt. And that was about the most sensible thing he said. Penhew looked like he'd lost about five years. Patty and Houston both seemed somehow changed. Nobody would explain where they'd been. Nobody cared that after it was hard to hire workmen. After that, when I'd wake up in the nights, the rest of the gang would be talking creepy lingo like I'd never heard before. Then one evening, Roger said he was going to show me the power of what they dreamed. We went into the desert with the passel of Arabs, 
everybody started screaming weird words and songs. And Pengu beat the drum that we got from Najir. When creatures started coming out of the ground and eating the Arabs, and Roger and the others started laughing. That's why I took my leave, as they said, and I went on a real toot. Roger found me the next day and warned, warned me that I'd better change my attitude. Well, I owed the kid, and I wouldn't desert him. But after that, I started thinking real good. Then we went to Kenya, and Roger filled me in during the trip. We had found a true god, he said, who would rule the earth, and we would rule with that god, for we were the chosen of that god. The god had picked us open, picked us to open the way for his return, and there was enough in what they said and what I saw to make me listen. Every week, Penhu seemed a little younger and a little livelier. Patty was sick a lot, and we were going to leave Nairobi from some place in the mountains where there was no river, no railway, no telegraph, no police, and nobody who looked friendly. I figured that Jack Brady wouldn't live very long there, so I made some arrangements. On the last night in Nairobi, I drugged Roger, typed the cash box. It was all Roger's money anyway. He got me and them aboard an unscheduled deadhead freight to Mombasa. Later, I read that my guess was right. The newspaper said a lot of people died, but Pengu, Huston, and Patty Masters weren't among them. Anyway, my arrangements went off without a hitch. That happens when you think small and carry a lot of cash. When we got to Mombasa, we got off before the causeway and found a fisherman who was willing to go to Zanzibar for a few dollars. From there, we hopped the coastal trader to Durban. And in Durban, we dyed our hair, we got some decent clothes, and sent it to Perth. Now, on the train to Mombasa, Roger got some heat, and he seemed to wake up a different person. I guess that being away from the influence of those other people let him return to his old self. I told him we were in a lot of trouble, and that we needed to hide out, and reminded him that the Arabs being killed in Egypt, and the God stuff and so on, he could remember it all right, although it didn't seem very important somehow. But he, was, but he understood the logic of the situation. After a week or so, though, his nightmares started. And he began to go off the deep end. He was beginning to realize some of the things we had done. I was in Shanghai while I was in the Marines, so I made, had a fair number of friends here. By the time our ship put into Hong Kong, Roger could go no further. He began shrieking at shadows and everything that moved, so I put him in a sanitarium there. I had to use up most of the remaining money to get him settled. Then I went to Shanghai, believing that I'd never see any member but Roger of that damned expedition. So I thought, until I looked through the naval, my naval glasses at a certain yacht and saw Sir Aubrey Penhew preening on the deck of the Dark Mistress. Everybody give me a psychology roll. Psychomacology. I did not make it. <laughs> That's a pass. Yeah, I got it. Alright, if you if you've made your psychology role, you to you it seems like he's telling the truth. Pyramid in that painting we saw, and then I personally understand the statue part. Whatever you guys say. I got I've, I've seen some things though. The places that shouldn't be, so you're so. saying Pengu's here now? Yeah, yeah. I saw him. Oh, how, like, how's recently? Um, well, I saw him fairly recently. 
um, which is why I wanted to come and talk to you guys. You have a recent photograph of old uh, Carlisle there. Say what? You have a recent photograph of old Carlisle. Uh, he's got yeah, he's got some family way back where who might be uh, interested in knowing he's still uh, uh, breathing. Yeah, um, I don't really know that's a good idea. I'm trying to keep lay low from these people, and having Roger outed as being still alive would be a dead giveaway of that. Uh, I can't fault you there. Can't fault you there. What skin you look like? He looks like a white guy. It's very specific. Yeah. In well, I mean, he looks a lot younger than he did when I knew him. This, by the way, is the symbol that he uh, that he showed you. Can we roll a cult on that? Uh, you can. Can I? Uh, okay. Would hieroglyphics also work on that? Say what? Would hieroglyphics also work on that? No. Okay. Twenty-four. Well, you, if you have hieroglyphics, you know enough to know it's not a hieroglyphic. Okay. Where'd you see Pin you last? He was on the deck of his boat. That's all I saw of him. Honestly, it's all I really want to see of him. But unfortunately, I know these guys are up to something no good. Can you be there tomorrow? Yeah, where do boats dock around here? Where do I'm sorry? I made my cult roll, by the way. I did too. Okay, it's it's really it's nothing that you you've seen. Um, it, lo it it looks like it's not complete. It it looks like it's only part of a whole. Jackson, what get us Just now, here's the deal. I know that they're trying to bring their god onto back into the world. Which can't be good. No, because he's uh, he's made it clear that he knows that we know about him. I have I've been staying with a friend of mine. I'd like to keep him as anonymous as I can, um, but he is a master um, at this sort of thing, and he seems to think that he he would like to actually talk to you um, and ask you a few questions about what you know. What what I'd like to propose is that we all meet at the Tiger tomorrow. That could be a bit of a problem. Mm -hmm. Before it opens. Look at it, Walter. Yeah. Oh, well, Walter's been thrown out, but... Wow. Oh, you're lucky. Uh, we'll see what we can do about that, though. We could probably meet you outside of the tiger. Well, we want to keep a low profile. That's true. Uh, I think we could do something about that. Tiger sounds like a good idea. Another question, Mr. Brady. Uh, with your years of uh, experience out here, 
Aren't you no way for us to acquire some uh, artillery? Because we're gonna, we might need to put some bullets and things. Well, we can definitely work on getting you guns. There's no shortage of guns in Shanghai. Yeah. Yeah, that my brother's not around, or else you would get the good stuff. Why don't you, uh, why don't you give me a laundry list of what you need, and we'll see if I can't get you at least some of it. Okay. Be reasonable. My funds are a little limited. I can uh, fix that problem. All right. What are you looking? What are you looking at? Forty-five, forty-five, forty-five. Automatic if possible. Pistol will suffice. You can't get an automatic. Shotgun. And a what? Shotgun. Twelve gauge, preferably. Does anybody else need guns? Can you acquire an elephant gun? <laughs> don't you already have an elephant gun? I don't want to lose mine, though. True. And uh, I did lose the rifle that you gave me. Really, though? An elephant gun? That's not a lot of call for them. I think you'd be better off just asking to see if they could get you the rifle, honestly. Yeah, okay. Um, field. Exactly. Yeah, what the manager said. So, yeah, to, to see if you can get two of those. All right, two rifles. How about you, Mr. Throw the Lamp at My Head? I didn't throw the lamp at your head. I threw that at the door. Head door. Do you need any assault rifles or anything? I would, uh, well, if you're given, you can grab me a pair of them Filipino fighting sticks. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Everybody keeps on 3PO-ing out. He wants billy clubs. Isn't that what they're called? Yeah. No. 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 He wants a scream of sticks. Tomplus, rather. Tomplus have handles on the side. Those are Okinawan. No, yeah. so you're looking for actual just the sticks. He just wants some like three foot sticks. <laughs> Bead sticks. Yep. How would I block out, motherfucker? Are these All right. well and And how about you, mystery man, who I've never been introduced to, and who nobody knows? Why are you here? Who are you? Why Is did he I, I thought we were gonna pick him up later. Oh. Yeah, I thought I'd be some translator at some point. All right. It's all right. I mean, I can I can just be a translator. Or you, <laughs> or you can hire me. Or the or yeah. We still would have to have a really good reason to have you in the room with us right now since we don't. All right. John Randolph is a translator manservant. I I probably don't know what I'm getting into to be entirely honest, guys. All right. What about you, Mister Fedora? I'm good. I tend to let the people do all the shooting going in front. Oh, that mouse plenty of ammunition. Plenty and he looks up and says, and you probably don't need a gun, miss. I just <laughs> smile quietly and cross my arms. Yeah. All right. 
I'll try and get you some firearms tomorrow. Uh, we'll meet at the Tiger in the morning, right before dawn. And uh, don't piss off Fergus anymore. And with that, he takes his leave. Oh, that probably need to work itself out. Yeah, I'm a little wary of trusting somebody we just met like that, but I don't really see much of an option in the matter. Well, you doesn't seem to be full of the of the heathenness or the murderousness. Yeah, well, there's, a, there's always a first time for everything. But we have to get up early, so I suggest we get our rest. You know, all two hours of it is left. <laughs> I lean in and say, uh, you okay, Sweet Cheeks? I'd be better if y'all get the hell out of the room. Let me I'm already asleep. I can hang around if you want. If it okay. makes you feel better, there's a chair. All right then. Oh, I bid y'all a good evening. I settle down on the chair. Early in the morning, we are going to the tiger. Run on the dodge, Julian. Good night. <clears throat> Say what, Walter? Guys could have woke me up and told me we we're just going in the tiger. You didn't need to wake me up for this shit. Sorry, I'm not exactly the most friendliest when I get woken up. Yeah, I'll see you back in bed. Mm-hmm. Night, y'all. Does anybody else have any business to take care of conversation? Nope, we're just going over for yet another night of not sleeping. I figure if we have to, Walter can just put on the hat <laughs> to get back in the tiger. <laughs> well, the guy's not can't be working every damn night. Gotta take a shift off. I'm sure he owned the place. He's there every day. Oh, probably. My luck is not the highest. No one no one it it he probably works there every day. He's got a cot in the back or something. I'll see what I can do. Just let's go. <laughs> Sleep is good. <laughs> hey, Sean, you gotta go. Everybody knows your name. Like that guy. Alright, well, the next morning before this becomes a an advertisement for Boston's most famous bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next morning, you find yourselves at the Stumbling Tiger. I have my gun on me, by the way. My uh, handgun. Right. Your special handgun. Yes, my special handgun. Right. I'm just letting you know because I don't want that to come up later. It's like you didn't say you had you had your gun. Okay. <laughs> I've got nothing but my feet, my walking stick, and not much else, sadly. I got my leather that coat. I got my leather jacket and my brass knuckles. Got River. 
And really, I'm a medical bag. Pretty much all I need. I got I'm music. I got drink. rhythm. Who can ask for anything more? Knock off! Think about right. the time another. Wait, another is it daytime hour. or nighttime? It's it morning, like it's like right before dawn. Oh, maybe I'm not on my second drink. <laughs> um, Doctor, you could be. I mean, you could have woke up and started early. <laughs> no. Maybe I mean, when you are know. in a stressful situation, you yeah. may be drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I wish My guy that. likes taking medication more because that's so he's more. Pills. Yeah, no, that's not the equivalent. A couple downers, but nothing compares to yellow pepper pills. Probably some lockdown. Or is he popping Benny's? Dude, did you see the cough syrup back then? He's got some prescription cough syrup. It's not prescription. This is over the counter. Cocaine was over the counter. All right, that doesn't work for you. <laughs> Here's he's got, he's got heroin in his bag. He's good. <laughs> yeah, all right. So we, the, the stumbling tiger is very different at dawn in a secret meeting. The bartender is there. He smiles at Lucy and throws a little shade towards Walter. He gives him a little finger waggle. <laughs> I give him the stink eye. I give him the biggest shit-eating grin I can muster. I look mournful at him. This is Lucy, probably. <laughs> Just to rub him the wrong way. Spencer, uh, Spencer what's your character's name? My character's name is Dante Hamilton. What? Is he Chinese? No. How is he the guide? Because he's not... Why is he a guide? He's a translator. Why is he the translator? Well, he's on a mission. Oh. How the hell am I working you into this? <laughs> Isn't that always the question? Oh, oh my God. Are you All right, well... <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not, obviously not on the mission anymore. That's how I came here. And maybe the guy that was supposed to meet us got scared. I'm, I'm, I'm like a translator for hire. I've just kind of... I look around for the white faces, and I show okay. up, and I talk to You're not here. the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here. You're not here. Go mute yourself. Okay. Um, there's also an older Chinese gentleman who is introduced to you as Mu Xian. Mu Xian. That's H-S-I-E-S. Ooh. And um, Jack Brady. He says, here you go. He gives... Um, he gives... Uh, Randolph... A forty-five pistol. There we go. Automatic or a revolver? Uh, it is an automatic. There we go. And he gives... Um, who asked for, for the guns? Lucy and... Jamal. And Jamal. He gives you each a... Uh, let's go with... 
30 odd six semi automatic. Oh no, that's present. My fault. Uh, 30 out 6 bolt action rifles. How much ammo does he provide? Gives you enough. He gives you enough for to have a full clip in the gun and an extra clip. Okay. There you go. Tell me those stats when you uh, look them up, Nick. <laughs> and for you guys, he gives you. You have the. the Five bullets in the gun, and then he gives you uh, ten extra, ten extra loose rounds. Okay, the stats that are different between the Lee Enfield and the thirty out six are that it shoots once per round and has five bullets in the mag. Okay. And the damage is the uh, two d six plus four. No, the bolt action, the bolt action, thirty out six. It's 2d6 plus 4, um, and it's 1 per 2 rounds. Okay, so it's the same as the Liam Filnet. Yeah. The difference is it holds 5 bullets, and it has a better range. Do you need the stats for the 45? I got the, I got the stats for 45. I, say, I got the stats for that if anybody needs them. All right. Yep. And he tosses uh, Julian a couple of a couple of poles. It'd been funnier if he gave table legs. <laughs> yep. All right, down to business. All right, we're in a bit more of a secure situation, but I had to get you guys off the streets. You're going to bring too much heat on you, and this is too delicate an operation to have you amateurs cocking it up like this. So, as near as we can tell, the, the, the pyramid, the red pyramid, was sealed off and was holding this god back. And what Roger did is he stopped that from happening. Somebody's echoing. Hello? Not me. I've got my earbuds in. Hello? Hello? Stop. All right. Um, there's a book. Well, Mr. Moo, why don't you tell them about the book? Mr. Moo says in impassable English. Not the greatest English. But he explains that there's a book called... The Seven Cryptical Books of Sin. Hope you guys are taking notice. Yep. That's um, the seven. H what? The Seven Cryptical Books of Sin. H S A N. There are a series of lost scrolls, but part of the information that's contained within these scrolls is the ability to create these seals. If you can seal off these places of power, you can prevent what these what the cultists are trying to bring through 
from happening. There's only one known copy of this book, and it is hidden in a monastery in Tibet. Oh, okay. Tibet? How, how secure are these uh, monasteries? How secure are they? Yeah. I don't know what you mean by that. It's the kind of thing where we can just walk in, grab it, and walk out, and nobody's going to stop us. Or we were facing down the entire. I would imagine something that's a one copy thing wouldn't exactly be in public viewing. One does not simply walk into a monastery. Yes. Right. Yeah. So that kind of text would probably be under some sort of. of, of I would assume copy. there would be some protections. If for no other reasons than to make sure it doesn't fall to pieces. Hmm. What makes you think that we'd be able to get permission from the monastery to take it? Who said we're going to ask for permission? We don't need permission. We're on a secret mission. What are they going to do? They're going to look at us real hard? All right, well. There's always a way to what, get what you want. What do you guys suggest would be well, the best way to go about can, this? If you can get me this book... I can work on figuring out what it says. And then we can actually bring the battle to them as opposed to what you've been doing, playing, flailing around. Mm. Go right to the heart of the hun and burn them in Berlin. Yeah. Now, it's going to take me some time to translate this book, it's not like it's not written in modern Chinese. It's, I'm going to have to to take some time with the book to figure out what's going on. So the quicker we can get it, the quicker we can we can start doing something. Walter probably knows a guy that can translate it faster. Um. I doubt that. <laughs> No, but he would totally pretend. There's a guy who can pretend to be a guy. Bartender looks at Walt, gives Walter a look and says, "Shut up." See, got an idea. We get we get ourselves some some of those Cossack uniforms. Walk around the temple, take scroll, and then if anyone asks, we're Ruskies. And then the Chinese got the Ruskies, not us. I don't think you could pass for a Rusty. I don't think I'll be able to pass for a Rusty either. It's simple. Just get your brown fur hat and go. Yeah, but you happen to be the one of the two. Russian dialed it. We're for a buddy of mine once. I'm sorry. I think I drifted off to sleep a little bit while y'all were talking. Is there like refresh my memory of the plan here? Well, there's a certain. There's some certain documents that we need, and they happen to be only in this Tibetan monastery. Anybody want to convert? Tibetan monastery? Yeah, yeah that's what he just said. Yeah. Says that's the only copy, and that's the only place he knows where it is. Funny that. 
Plan B. Yeah, yeah Mr. Genius. Mr. Genius, I, I have a fake sister in a country we're trying to get papers into. Yes. And we should take some, some uniforms and pretend to be Russians. Yes. Yeah. That, that way, they come looking for the thieves. Randolph? Randolph? Yes. Shut up. That is a terrible idea. That is yeah. a brilliant idea. I wish that I thought. Oh, wait, I did. Shut up, Randolph. All right, plan B <laughs> is if all this fails, Burn everything. That way, the only cannot. Just, you, you just stop talking. In fact, can we just tie him to something and leave him here? I actually don't care if they get him anymore. <laughs> what? I've been nothing else. but trouble <laughs> since we met you. It worked for the Germans. You burn. You they burned down that dang Belgium. That yeah, fire worked real well for Georgia too, didn't it? Shut up, Randolph. You did. Uh, that's all those damn Yankees won the war. Burn down Georgia. Shut I'm up, Randolph. <laughs> It's in Plot Tibet. Is where? Plot <laughs> Tibet. Plot Tibet. You know, it's just it's just it's south of MacGuffin. <laughs> in the in the mountain. It's in the mountain. Right on the border. In the mountains. You can't miss mountain Well, that narrows it down. Certainly. Well, we can get you close. And then all you'd have to do would be to get get there. We can get you in the vicinity. Hmm. Right. What kind of monastery is this? A Buddhist monastery. I was gonna say, I'm guessing Tibet. Probably and not. Probably not the warrior monk kind. Hmm. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Any idea how many? You know. Yeah. Any idea how many people we're likely to find there? And, uh, no idea. Mm. Yeah, you know anything about this monster to, at all? To be honest, honest the, the political situation in China vis-a-vis -vis Tibet is none too great right now. Uh, no intel. And there's a lot of of a uh, there's a lot of Tibetan nationalism um, happening. So they they don't. Particularly like outsiders. So it's probably a bad idea for a large group of loud and obnoxious Americans to go crashing through the mountains of Tibet. Honestly, of all the places we've been, it really hasn't been a good idea to take a large group of loud, crash Americans to it. What does this go into the scroll looks like? How are we able to recognize it when we find it? Because one one piece of old Chinese paper looks the same as an old piece of old Chinese paper. Well, you'll probably have to bring along a translator. And Sherpas and gasoline. Yeah. You need an expedition to go into Tibet. Yeah, gasoline, dynamite, garrison lamps. Um Can I roll a no roll to know the um, political situation right now in Tibet? Like, excuse sure. me, if the um, Russians and British are still going at it. Gotta get a ninety. Got a fifty-eight. I just like that. Yes. Um, yes, we'll look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
the, the political situation is enough that they don't like outsiders. Yeah. Um, people are not allowed in uh, Lasha. Yeah. They're not letting people. They, they expel foreigners. You have to disguise if yourself, and even then it's easy. Or, yes, it's... Fortunately, you're not going anywhere near them. Not easy. No. Um, somebody else... Uh, well, Jamal, with your no roll, I will say that if you can find someone who can forge do uh, documents from the Dalai Lama, that would give you permission to go to this monastery. It would help you... It would help you a lot. That sounds like something that Jack Brady would have to get a hold of. A forged document sounds like something the local crime lord would have access to. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of local crime lords. Hmm. How susceptible is this Dalai Lama to a little bit of the old gold dollar there? You know, just a couple of pieces of gold and as he just opened up. Yeah, you're not going to get the Dalai Lama. The <laughs> Dalai Lama is assistant secretary. We can let him try, and then when he disappears. The <laughs> Dalai Lama is assistant secretary for signing off on the, on half-baked expeditions in the, in the middle of God's forsaken acre. No, but um, Brady does say, hold on, he can introduce you to um, some people in, in that are involved in the in a vigilante organization that he's been working with called New China that might be able to help you out with getting uh, proper documents for for. Well, now you're speaking my language. Yeah. So you want to speak to a Chu Min? Where we find this Chu Min? Uh, they are in a warehouse um, for. They're in a. They're in a warehouse. Um, in the warehouse district. It's actually not too far from the warehouse you were at before. Oh, isn't that convenient? River. Get them directions. Wheel me on over there. Little cute. All right. Squeak, 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 squeak. Squeak it, squeak it, squeak it. Dear <laughs> <laughs> God, is that a corpse or a man? All right, I get the directions. Okay. Is there anything else that you guys um, want to know from Brady? Hmm. Or from uh, Moose Sen? Mm. Uh, there be anything else you might want from that uh, their monster? Just that one that magic scroll. Or oh, something. isn't that asking a lot? Yeah, it is asking a lot. Well, we're grabbing things. one thing. We'll also grab other things. Well, we're gonna we'll probably do that anyway. <laughs> well, it's a freaking monastery. It's not like they have a vault. I was just trying to figure out how to cover. Let's see, might be grab something for just to cover up our evidence. Uh, what we stole. Randolph, leave the uh, 
obtaining of these documents to the people who know how to obtain things of an illicit nature. <laughs> he's good at doing, Julian. You know this man likes to stick his foot in his mouth all the time he can. That's what the Yankees did. You just go in, you set fire to corners of town, and see all the valuables. All right, so shall we get moving while he's rambling? Put the pull a Randolph on gear and us outfitting us for this expedition. All right. That actually sounds like a fantastic idea. Who is going to go and keep John Randolph in line? Uh, Hell no, Lucy. No, Lucy's not doing that this time. Right, well, where, where, where is that? Where is that waiter boy with English translated English before? River. All of our guys' children. I uh, point to Randolph. You shut up. Anyway, I was saying. All right. <laughs> you were not saying. Shut you up. Don't, you don't seem to understand. It's a tea I go. I go. Tea tree. Lucy gets closer to Julian and goes, if I have to spend one more day with him by myself, I'm what's issuing the, him by myself. What's the weather like in this town? Is it cold <laughs> up there or is it warm? What's the mountain like? Do we park? Yeah, park of... It's a freaking mountain in Tibet. Even in the summer, oh. it's got to be fucking cold. <laughs> John, really cold. you doesn't know Tibet from a Chinese menu. Doc, you want to go with him? I can't. I can't deal with it today. It's, it's not good for his health if I go with him. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me ask a question of our GM here. How long is this trip going to take? And am I in any condition to go traipsing through the damn mountains? You very well may not be in any condition. Well, we'll figure that by. The by the time you get everything organized and get get there, it will be at least healed up. Alright. So you're not gonna be you're not gonna be ship shape, but then again you never will be. Right. But you will be at least you'll have a He won't be chance. in this door. <laughs> right. You'd be able to not have to take the wheelchair. Right. I could get a dog sled. Have Randolph. I don't think dogs do, <laughs> think dogs do we'll that. Why we'll are a boy do that? You know, if this requires any climbing, we could make sure his rope's a little busted. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave. I'll leave murder up to you guys. I've heard about the Himalayas. Well, Brady said, "Don't worry about getting you guides. Uh, we'll get you. We'll get you Sherpas who can get you up there." Yeah. You just have to, you know, you have to be able to pay them. Are we going into the Himalayas? I don't know. You do you want to? Get the scroll. It's in the mountains. I, not necessarily the Himalayas. So it's cold. Okay. But it's a place that's cold as shit. It's going to be cold. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to track down that bull after I get my thumb. So. What's that? So I'm going to track down. I'm going to see if I track down that bull from yesterday. See if we can get this. Uh, get that, we'll find some sort of mountaineering store. I got that. 
That are perfectly right. legitimate. You're trying to find. Um... Yeah, for some reason, you're trying to find out uh, Li Wen Cheng, and you haven't really seen him. But then it, again, it is early. I'll take any any guy will do. As long as long as they talk the right kind of English and talk the right kind of Chinese. All right, are you uh, are you are you not there? Are you leaving to go and do this? Yeah, I'm getting. I'm, I might as well get ready to alpha execution properly. All right. Well, you 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 go back towards the hotel where these guides are a plenty, and you see something that looks tailor made to you because. He's a white guy. Ah! A member of civilization! <laughs> and he's got a big... And he's holding a big Bible and a cross. And looks, ah, looks, a member like of civilization! Looks like he was made for John. What's your appearance, Spencer? Uh, ten. Not quite made for John. Uh, <laughs> my thank God, another white face around. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Any portal do in a storm. Do I detect a little <laughs> bit of a shock of you? Well, well, yes, do you not understand where my accent comes from? Why? Well, well, from South Carolina. Ah, Carolina. Carolina. First star off the flag. <laughs> and in the distance, Lucy's southern sense is tingling. And she's southern. Myself, and my southern sense. I am John <laughs> Allen Randolph of, Ro of Roanoke. Well, I am Don tingling. My most friends call me Tay, and I've, I've been around these parts trying to convert these chink heathens. Hey, oh. Oh. Should I, I suddenly I, feel I, an evangelical in our presence, and I don't like it. <laughs> playing I'll there, buddy. I'll read it in. I like this guy. <laughs> Translator for hire. That's what I'm going to go with. And, and Sherpa guide, if necessary. Ka-ching! <laughs> okay. And uh, Sherpa guide, if necessary. He doesn't know where in the mountains, but he's an evangelical, and he'll sell y'all. Ah, yeah. I do it all. I am your one stop China stuff. I see, I see my good sir. Uh, I'm going to a little expedition to the uh, mountains up there. And that they call me downtown USA. Hey, so, you can help me get some kerosene, some kerosene lamps, your tents, parkas, compasses, binoculars, and a whole shebang. Give me some uh, you know, boots, of course. Gotta me all right. Well, we'll start with the market. Alright, so Wesley, what you're going to do is you're going to make up a, an equip, equipment list. Yeah, I sent you part of it just on the chat uh, a couple, couple... Okay, well, I'm not looking at the chat, so... Yeah. Um, you can email me that later sure, on. I'll email you that. We will go with whatever your equipment list ends up being. Yep. That is what we're going to have. Yep. We'll have all that. Alright. Meanwhile, who's going to New China to see about getting some documents? Some... I'll go. I'll be happy to go get some documents. Um, I am not that type of person. Hmm. 
As long as you're not with John Randolph. Mm-hmm. I'm more than happy to go with him if it keeps me away from him. <laughs> Wait, when you said New China, did you mean we're going to Tibet? No, no, we're going to try to get documents to try to get into Tibet. Okay, that's what I meant. New China's um, the, the organization, right? Yeah. Yep. You know what? Yeah, I will go with you, then. I thought you, we were... You are more than welcome to join the two Southern men in the banter. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. All this right. is left home for a reason, and they're part of it. <laughs> Alrighty, so make it to the warehouse. Give the knock. Oh, can you mind the cobblestones? Damn, girl. Yeah, the warehouse. <laughs> and she picks you up and carries you across the cobblestone. I was going to say, you could have River put you on her back like Chewie and C-3PO. <laughs> I'm over my shoulder. Or better yet, you could hordor it. Hordor! Feel the force flowing through you, River. Or maybe we could just sponsor like a football Hang on, you know, guys. Across the room. <laughs> All right. You open the warehouse door, and it's, it's just an empty space. There's a dirt floor, and on the floor, there are rows and rows of men and women practicing martial arts in formation. Seems like y'all's kind of joint. Definitely. River. One of the people on the side... While observing this, looks at you and comes running over and asks, what What are you doing here? Who, who sent you? What do you want? I'd look at Walter. I just got a nine on a Chinese roll. Okay. You're conversing in Chinese. Uh, we, are, we are here to see your master. We need to acquire paperwork of a Questionable nature. Questionable nature? Who said that we provide such services? What was his name again? Jack what? Jesus, Jack Brady. Jack <laughs> got the name from Jack Brady. Write it down. There's post-it notes in your workstation there, Rodney. Come on. $3, pull it off the Rodney. wall, and let's do this. Condom, son. Make a persuade roll. Persuade roll? Yep. Alright. Uh, persuade would be 22 of 59. That's a, that's a make it. Jack Brady, huh? What exactly did uh, Mr. Brady say? Well, I'd prefer to discuss that with your master. Um, all right, you people wait here. You come with me. Takes you up to where, where the uh, you know that normally you'd have the overseer's office, and he takes you up there and in there. Okay, so gentlemen, one second. Sorry to sort of be a pain on this one, Ronnie. 
Yeah. Um, you're in a wheelchair, are you not? No, I think he's healed up at least a little bit by now. Is he like with a walking cane or something? Yeah, but he he just told us he was in a wheelchair rolling across. The oh, he was yeah. doing that for so dramatic So are we going to let them just roll him away? I'm just curious on that, that's all. Well, I would at least imagine River wouldn't. I know. I wouldn't. I Rodney, whereas River might grip the wheelchair rather firmly. Well, Julian, are you going with him, or am I... Don't worry about uh, it. I'm with him. Don't worry about it. I got this. Okay. All I'm saying is if we get into shenanigans while you're away, not your Now, just remember, I'm the man that looks like he's in charge. Y'all get in shenanigans, y'all make me look bad. Y'all make me look bad. Well, I'm going to feed this wheelchair to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ironsides. We'll see you later. Lucy gets closer to Walter and goes, you think you should follow him? Oh, give me a moment. I think I have to just go and visit the little boy's room. By all means. Walter walks over, puts a hat on, out of sight, and goes okay. to follow Rodney. They can still see. Going to the washroom? Oh, all right. Why do you want you to come out? God, I should hope not. You don't make sneak rolls. Can't. It's not like you're not invisible. You're insubstantial. Right. All right. But he can literally walk in walls, can't he? <laughs> yeah, but he's a, he's like a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying it's is, like he can use that as a point of sneak. He's sort of like a predator almost. Not completely I mean, invisible, but. Is that you could use that as like like to help hide yourself as well? Oh, yeah. you can actually go into it. <clears throat> there so I'm saying that it would be a bonus to your sneak rolls, but I'm trying to help you with. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Right, just, you're not invisible. All right, make your sneak roll. You can add twenty to it. I crit. I am a ninja. You are the treasure. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, you are taken up to the office where there is a man, a short Chinese man dressed all in blue with a newsy hat on, and he goes, and he's, what can I help you with? Mr. Jack Brady. Do I need to make another roll for Chinese? No, you're cool. Okay. What's your Chinese? Uh, 45. No, you're cool. Mr. Jack Brady said your organization could help us uh, secure paperwork to get into Tibet. Hmm. It's not cheap. Well, I understand that. What exactly do you need from us? We need official documents, probably something forged by His Holiness the Dalai Lama. 
<laughs> That's a steep price. All right. Well, what is your price, my good so friend? Let's say I can do this for you. When do you need this by? As soon as possible. A rush job. As long as it's quality, I, I I presume that this will be very high quality work. Well, quality is expensive, and quality takes a little bit longer than as soon as possible. But what is a man if he doesn't take pride in his work? What what is your name, sir? I, uh, my name's Julian Benoit. Mr. Benoit. I have a revolution to run. China cannot stay the way it is. Well, things must change. I understand that, sir. I need money for armaments. The revolution does not come cheap. Hmm. We have guns, but we need more. I believe that if you can help me with enough money to supply arms and training to my men, I'd be more than happy to help you out. Indeed, indeed. You know, I do have connections that do have a good bit of money. But I also have connections that are good at other services. Such as? The special sort of skills to acquire the weapons you need without the expenditure of money. Really? And how, how would you go about getting these weapons? Clearly, you know who your opponent is. You're aware of your opponent's transport of weapons? I'm assuming you're referring to Ho Fong. Certainly. Ho Fong transports weapons, sure. You would be able to get us weapons from Ho Fong that wouldn't come back to us? My friend, if it is your desire and it gets me the paperwork that I need, I will leave Ho Fong's organization in ashes. This I highly doubt. But if you can get us the weapons from his warehouse, I'd be more than happy to get whatever you need to get you into Tibet. <laughs> how, much, how many crates of weapons do you want from Ho Fang's warehouse? How many can you get? Well, I do have a rather strong woman on hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can work something out. Okay. I'll tell you what. 
get us weapons, you have a deal. If not, it's going to cost you. What's your credit rating, Julian? Uh, 55. Roll a credit rating check. That's a fail. I would like to see those weapons. If you cannot get the weapons, then you have to come up with the cash. All at once. Either one will work for me. And he gives you a sum. It's a lot of money. Okay. I appreciate your time. My people will be in contact. Thank you. It's been enlightening. Absolutely. All right, I guess I'll go back to the guys. As will I. So what'd you think, Walter? Oh... Not something I was looking for. I'm all for stealing shit. (laughs) I'm just not not enjoying the people who we have to steal it from. They tend to want to bite you in the ass later on in life. That's why when we take these weapons, we make sure we knock their teeth out. Now, well, I, I tend to, we tend to seem to know the same person that wants to do that, so I'm all for that. So let's go break the news to the rest of the gang, and uh, I guess let's get this over with. All right, well, we, I suggest we get something to eat. I'm starving. All right, so we'll go find our group. Find some place to go eat and lay all the info that we we got from uh, this gentleman with the lovely hat. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm at time. All right. So, um, Rodney's got a got a split. I wasn't expecting a raid on the warehouse. Okay. Are we ever expecting the raid to happen? (laughs) I would just say burn down the warehouse and make some stuff disappear. You aren't allowed to talk. Yeah. (laughs) You're not allowed near matches. What the hell? So what we'll do is Crime Lord exist. We will break here and while I will um what I'll end up doing is to save time, I will give you, go under the assumption that Julian is casing the joint. Okay. Over the next few days. I will give Julian the information that he gets casing the joint. So we can just hit the ground running next time. Sounds good. All right. Well, I would also like to use Walter's special ability to get, a, get some uh, information on the inside. Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. We'll, we'll get you as much information as, as you know, is reasonable. 
course. Over the course of a couple of days of casing the joint. Um, uh, James, when does Friday Fun Guys start up again? Uh, Friday will be starting up in the new year, so not not New Year's uh, Day, but the following week after. Okay, so um, we have Friday Fun Guy happening again. Yep. Not this coming week, but the week after. After all the holidays. It'll be the eighth. Yeah. January the 8th. Um, on next Saturday, we are coming back with Microphones of Madness. You don't have to listen to me reading poorly <laughs> anymore. And it's Kikonga this week, right? Uh, sure. Yep. And then the week that's after, it's Pete, Pete Rollick. Yeah. Uh, unless, unless Kim has seen Star Wars and you want to talk Star Wars. I have not. Damn you, Kim. I know. I'm terrible. We have a week. So it may be Star Wars, it may be Kikonga, depending on Kim. No pressure. She thinks. I'm about to be able to intercede in that conversation, depending on how does that. Wait, next Friday? Nope. Wait, never mind. Never mind. And then, then the next Monday, we will be doing some more Eclipse Phase, Ozymandias, yep. where we're finally out of Hogwarts. <laughs> and we can all suffer the consequences. Chasmandius. Yep. Chasmandius. <laughs> we all get a job offer and a ski trip. Yay. Yay. Wait, wait. Is it an actual job offer or indentureship offer? Um, Why do you have to play the semantics? Because it matters. It actually does matter. Because oh, no. we were actually indentures. Yeah. We're currently property. We like to know if that's ended or not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Thrilled to find out if we are still indentured servants. Yes. In the new flesh. That's some other stuff will happen. Long live the new flesh. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess uh, we'll see y'all next year. Mm -hmm. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. Good night, 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 Gracie.